get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Giants are thinking right now as they look at the lineups that the Cardinals have put out over the last four days. Oh, well, this is an easy win for us. Well, the, the Giants are two games up on the Dodgers. So they've got to be like, you've got to be kidding. What me. do you think the Mets are thinking where they're <laughs> right behind the Cardinals thinking like, oh, well, we got no shot at this. There's three teams in front of us. Eh, maybe there's only two teams in front of us. Maybe one of these teams doesn't want to win the wild Mike card. Mike Schilt is getting paid by somebody. That's plain and simple. Oh, we can't make those kinds of accusations. I, I'm going to go ahead and distance myself from that statement. That was oh, Alex no, Ferrario, not Brandon He's getting paid Kyler. by the Cardinals. That's correct. He's getting paid by the Cardinals. It's right now, though, a guy that we don't pay, but he deserves to be paid. His name is Ben Heisler. He's the managing editor for BetSided. He joins us via the Browning Group and Celebrity Line, one of the best fantasy, betting, everything you could want football-wise analysts in the country. Heist, we always appreciate the time, man. How you doing this morning? I'm well. I'm actually the one paying Mike Schultz, so oh. it's all good. Everything kind of comes full circle. Yeah, every, you know, the world just kind of works itself out. Oh, that's the way to go, Benny. I like it. He is a Cubs fan, so that makes a lot of sense. Oh, okay. yeah, <laughs> there well, you go. They yeah, feel like there they you got go. a you shot put then. The together. <laughs> it checks out. All right, Heist. Football season is officially back tonight, at least the NFL side. We've seen plenty of college football. And by the way, i got a bone to pick with you about your Indiana Hoosiers after last week. But we'll get yeah. to that here in a little bit. What do you like tonight? It's 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 Cowboys versus the Buccaneers. I know the Bucks are a pretty big favorite in this one. What do you like and what does the public seem to like so far? Yeah, so I think when it comes to this game, you've seen the line continue to move further and further and further in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers direction. For most sports books, it opened at around six. Uh, some of them opened it a little bit more cautiously at six and a half. And we've now seen this pretty much at a consensus of eight in favor of Tampa Bay. I, I talked to one of our insiders over at WinBet Sportsbook, who we work with over at BetSided, uh, and, and talked to one of their senior traders there to, just to get an indication of where exactly the, the money and the bet percentage is coming in. Uh, and they told me that 72% of the betting tickets are on Tampa Bay, which is, you know, not necessarily that surprising. Uh, although I think a lot of people might be dumbfounded knowing that Dallas is almost always. Uh, one of the teams that public betters tend to, to jump on board with, especially this year with some higher expectations and Dak Prescott coming back. But 72% of the bets are on Tampa Bay, but 83% of the money, guys, is coming in on Tampa Bay, even at that high number of minus eight in the standalone game. Uh, and it makes a lot of sense, right? Dak Prescott did not play during the preseason. You have to see whether or not he's going to be fully recovered from both the severe ankle injury that knocked him out after five games last year. And he also dealt with a shoulder sprain over the course of the preseason. And then for anybody that's indicating, well, you know, I took Ezekiel Elliott number five in my fantasy draft, and he's going to have a much better year. He's going to be good, but going up against Tampa Bay's run defense is not a task that I would want for anybody to have to deal with. They, they gave up, you know, more than 100 yards four times over the course of the entire season, and they're number one in the NFL at stopping the run and number two in allowing touchdowns to running back. So it's just a bad matchup all the way around for Dallas. Personally, I'm leaning on the under here at 52. It, it just feels like there's not going to be as much high scoring between two teams 
uh, that had pretty dynamic offenses. I, I think you'll see Tampa Bay get out in front comfortably and then probably ease on back in the second half. Just feels like it's not going to be that the high scoring affair that, that a lot of us anticipated. But anytime you get to, to eight points in a standalone game, I, I tend to have a little bit of hesitation. Heiss, I'm glad you brought up the fantasy because I'm sure there's a lot of people listening wondering what to do in their fantasy football game with this one tonight because on one side, if you have any Tampa Bay playmakers, you're thinking, well, this is going to be a huge game for us. But on the Dallas side, do you take a shot with some of these players? I, I think it's dependent, too, Ferrario, about uh, which backups you might have. It's probably within your best interest to still play back Prescott, especially based on what we talked about. Like they're going to have to throw on Tampa more than likely. They're going to have to play from behind and, and garbage time is still fantasy relevant time. So Prescott could still throw for, you know, 250 yards, maybe a couple touchdowns and may not mean much uh, by the time the, the end of the game comes around. But I, I still think he's a startable option. Uh, certainly CD lamb. If he's going to be playing in the slot uh, against Sean Murphy bunting, that's an advantageous matchup. Although they've said that they're going to move him around quite a bit. Um, so I don't have an I don't have a problem if you're playing Amari Cooper or Ceedee Lamb or Dak Prescott. Um, it's tough to go ahead and take Zeke Elliott out of your lineup. I, I would say I wouldn't expect more than about 40, 50 yards rushing. I, I do think he'll catch more passes tonight, though. So I, I think he's going to provide some value if you're in uh, points per reception leagues, PPR leagues. Um, but but other than that, don't expect a, a high volume game out of Ezekiel Elliott tonight. You're probably looking at him as more of an RB two this week. We're joined by Ben Heisler. He's the managing editor for BetSided. You can follow him on Twitter at Benny Heis, H-E-I-S on Twitter as well. Heis, I'm in a over-under pool this year. I do it every year. I think you're in this as well. And normally I've got some conviction behind my picks. Now, I don't do particularly well, but I've got conviction at the beginning of the season. I think I've had less confidence picking the over-unders this year than maybe at any point in time that I've done this over the last five years. Are there any picks in particular that you just love when you're looking at the win totals for the season this year? Yeah, I, I think you can start with Kansas City. I've seen them at, at Sportsbook at, at 12. Uh, even though you're paying heavy juice on that total, I, I still think Kansas City clears it. Uh, yeah, it's an improved division. I think the Chargers and the Broncos are going to be better. But if you really look at their schedule, uh, I'm not sure where you probably find a spot where they're going to be underdogs in the game throughout the course of the season. Uh, from a health perspective, everybody is looking good. Uh, you've heard the offseason quotes. I think Kansas City comes in as uh, a really strong contender, uh, not only just to, to clear their win total this year, but, but certainly amongst the favorites to go back to the Super Bowl as well. I, I think if you're looking for a team that you probably want to side on the under for, um, I know it's not necessarily a, a popular pick because of the mess of, of Indianapolis this year, uh, but I, I'm still not buying uh, on Tennessee. I, I've seen some totals coming in uh, at about 10 wins this year where their over-under is concerned, and I just think Tennessee is a bit of a flawed team. They haven't done much to address a lot of their defensive concerns other than bringing Bud Dupree, who's going to help you know, rush the passer, but their secondary is still an absolute mess. They are in a winnable division, clearly, uh, but they're just not a, a team that I have a whole lot of high expectations for, and the numbers for running backs that have gone over 2,000 yards the following season, uh, my old teammate over at Sports Illustrated, Michael Fabiano, brought this up, um, and Ian McMillan wrote about it over at Betsided as well. Uh, running backs who have gone over 2,000 yards the following season have seen their rushing totals go down by about three, 537 yards the following year. Now, you know, that could still theoretically mean that Derrick Henry is rushing for close to 1,500 yards, which would be among the league best. But uh, for anybody that's convinced that he's going to be an, an absolute dynamo once again, 
uh, a lot of numbers in the past would indicate for even, you know, as great running backs as we've seen in the past, and Henry's been very durable the last few years, um, that there's going to be some, some changes there, and there's going to be some areas of regression. So whether it be Derrick Henry, whether it be the defense not being able to live up to expectations, don't forget they have a new offensive coordinator with Arthur Smith going to Atlanta, and there was a comfort level for Ryan Tannehill. I, I'm not necessarily buying on the Titans this year, even though they're everybody's darling in the AFC South. Well, I'm glad you talked about this one then, Heist, because this is the so we're in our fast lane pick'em challenge once again, which you helped me out tremendously with last year. BK not so much because you know he forgets to to save his picks every once in a I while. Got replaced anyways. Yeah, Matt Holiday's he's in terrible, there now. Benny, but it's fine. I am so torn between this Tennessee Titans and Cardinals game because everyone seems to be siding with Tennessee in this matchup. But for some reason, I feel like Tennessee's defense is so bad that Arizona might be able to put on a clinic against Tennessee. Yeah, I really like Arizona this year. In fact, that's another team that I think you can go ahead and consider the over on for their win totals. I think Winbet had it either at seven and a half or eight the last time I checked. Uh, Arizona, interestingly enough, they're projected to finish last in the division, but it's a really, really good division. You have the Rams that now have a quarterback in Matthew Stafford. They still have the best defensive player in football. San Francisco is going to be improved as well. Uh, Seattle, a team that I think a lot of people are very high on considering that it may be Russell Wilson's final season there. Uh, But I I just think Arizona has so many different weapons, right? Kyler Murray was a a dark horse pick to win MVP last year. And I think a lot of people have forgotten about the type of player that he can be. You know, he scored 38 total touchdowns both through the air and on the ground last year. Uh, They drafted Rondale Moore, who is just an electric runner in space. And he's going to take on that slot receiver spot that Larry Fitzgerald left behind and uh, even Fitzgerald at age 37 a season ago was still catching you know, a handful of passes per game so now that's another dynamic weapon that you can add into the mix as well uh, they're just very versatile and they have a great pass rush as well and I think Ryan Tannehill for as good as he's been the last couple of years I don't know if they're going to be prepared for Arizona's pass rush in that game so I, I think Arizona can absolutely win that game on the road go to Tennessee, make a statement that they're going to be hanging around in this, in, in this NFC West division throughout the entire season. Heist, final question that I've got for you. The two games of the week this weekend are Chiefs-Browns and then Packers against the Saints. What do you like in those two games? And I have to imagine you're just playing all of your fantasy studs from those four teams, right? No doubt about it. I, I don't think there's ever a point where you're ever considering not playing anybody from the Chiefs. Uh, anybody from the Packers, um, you know, Saints and Browns to a certain extent. Uh, I think it's different. Maybe at the running back spot for Cleveland. Uh, those are, are must plays each and every week. But yeah, I, I kind of expect the Browns to, to sort of try to do what they did to the Chiefs in the postseason game uh, as well. I, they're going to take some opportunities and chances with play action. I still have a few concerns uh, with what the Chiefs secondary is ultimately going to look like. But, you know, the Browns, for as good as they were last year, were atrocious in their week one opener. And you certainly have to consider trusting Andy Reid when it comes to time and preparation. And the Chiefs came out last year uh, and made an absolute statement. Now, granted, they did it against a bad Houston Texans team, but I don't think we all thought that was going to be as terrible of a team as they ended up being last year. So right now the line for Kansas City is minus six and a half. They've had some issues on occasion at home covering the spread, but I think they're out to make a statement this year. So I do like the Chiefs to cover that minus six and a half. Uh, as for Green Bay, uh, there's been some numbers. They're playing in Jacksonville, and Aaron Rodgers has had some struggles there. But uh, listen, it's the Saints. It's been a, a very hectic time in the city of New Orleans. Uh, they're likely playing the first quarter of their season on the road. Uh, the lines moved from uh, the Packers minus three to minus four, even though they're on the road. But they don't have to play in the in the Superdome. So for me, that's a, a massive 
massive advantage. Aaron Rodgers talked about the, the, the fact that he didn't have to worry about dealing with that noise in Jacksonville. So I think he's going to be very loose, very relaxed. He's clearly playing with a chip on his shoulder this year and likely his final season in, gray, in, in Green Bay. There's plenty of underdogs that I like this week, but, but for those two games in particular, I think you'll see statement games from both the favorites with Kansas City and also with Green Bay. He's Ben Heisler, managing editor for BetSided. Follow him on Twitter, at Benny Heis. Heis, I'm going to forgive you for leading me astray with your Indiana Hoosier, Hoosiers hey, last Heis, week. I took them. Lead them astray every week, my man. And our pick them, I took them uh, whenever I was out in Memphis on my bachelor party, put a little bet on them. It did not go well for your Hoosiers, but I'll forgive you. I still got all love for you, Heis. Thanks for hopping on with us today, man. My pleasure. And listen, if there was anybody that was more upset than you over watching that just absolute dog crap performance from Indiana, uh, it was your boy on the other side. So hopefully they, they get some stuff figured out. Uh, that offensive line is, is a disaster right now. Michael Penix needs time to throw. Well, hopefully they get that back on track. I will not be making the mistake of betting on them again the rest of the year. <laughs> He's Ben Heisler, <laughs> managing editor for Betside, and joining us here on 101 ESPN. Always appreciate him hopping on with us. Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited-time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. The Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is here. Get a bacon or sausage egg and Swiss croissant plus a small seasoned potatoes. That's a better breakfast for just three bucks in three easy steps. One, wake up. (sighs) Two, get out of bed. And three, head to Wendy's for your $3 breakfast deal. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hour. Select or request $3 breakfast deal in order to obtain discount. Not valid for all card or combos. Orders. Price and participation may vary in Alaska and Hawaii.